What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Guest Friday on Not Your Average Boston Sports Podcast. I am your host, Garrett Hayden. As always, you can follow our socials on Twitter and on Facebook. You can listen uh, to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And uh, today, very excited, we are talking about Patriots free agency, doing a little bit of a preview and uh, talking with my good friend, uh, Ben Baptiste. Uh, Ben, what's going on? What's going on, Garrett? It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Great to have you. So uh, it's a very exciting time um, to be an NFL fan. I know that that sounds a little weird because we're talking about it in March, but free agency right around the corner. NFL's nonstop, man. I feel like it's uh, there's always news dropping, and it's, I feel like it's a full year thing. So excited to get to you know the conversation today. A lot of good, juicy stuff to talk about. Yeah, for sure. So... Um, I think last couple guest Fridays, I've talked to a bunch of different people about, you know, not really Boston sports related things. It's nice to get back to that this week. So, um, Ben, it was an interesting year for the Patriots last year. I think that for the most part, I think people would think that they, you know, out, I don't want to say outperformed expectations, but I think did better than, than people thought they were people they did better than people thought they were going to and i think you know after getting eliminated by buffalo it's clear that you know the team is definitely in need of some some upgrades um so what are just like kind of your overall thoughts going into free agency with with the team that that they have right now yeah i mean i think you hit it spot on um just even as a pats fan um you know avid watcher i think they exceeded expectations by by a million right they came in with a rookie quarterback not not really sure what to expect but you know they made the most they made a playoff run which is which is great um but moving into the next season you know there are a lot of gaps and a lot of things going on behind closed doors that you know i'm just not really aware of you know especially the jc jackson situation but uh, you know there's a lot of gaps right now i think the wide receiver position the linebacker position and the cornerback spots are three main areas that we really need to dig into and it's tough, yeah. you know. It's. It, I want to say, you know, I, I'm optimistic about the next few years if we can hit those areas. But hmm. you know, there's some some big dogs out there that that are just powerhouses, and so mm-hmm. some teams that we got to address. And I, I think first, those three spots are areas they really need to focus on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think wide receiver. It's it's pretty obvious. I think based on some of the things that we saw kind of, you know, in the playoff game or, you know, late in the year that, you know, it's not exactly that they had a bad group of receivers necessarily, but I think it's clear that there definitely needs to be a little bit more at that position. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think we have a solid core, right? And, and one player, um, you know, specifically Nelson Aguilar, I, you just didn't see a lot from him throughout the year that you, know, mm-hmm. you really hoped to. And out of mm-hmm. a wide receiver one option, um, you know, you want to get that production. And, and I'm not sure if you know, he'll be able to produce that at the level that we really need to succeed with the other right. big teams out there. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the idea behind signing him, I think, made sense. But I think he didn't really fit into the offense as well as we thought we, he, he was going to. Right. You know, I think that the expectation with him was, you know, he's going to be a speed threat down the field. 
we didn't really see that a lot last year. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. And I mean, there, <laughs> there's a lot of options, of course, we could dig into that, um, you know, at that position um, going into the draft and free agency. Right. But yeah, I think that's, you see these big teams out there, um, Cincinnati now, the Chiefs, um, especially AFC teams, mm. the Chargers, um, these teams have, you know, multiple threats that can hit you for 40, 50 yard touchdowns out of nowhere. And, right. and you know, you don't really see that with the Patriots offense. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, it's not really the Patriots style, but again, if you want to compete with these big dogs, you really need to have um, one weapon that can do that for you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that you mentioned it to the way the Patriots play. It's not always, you know, hitting one guy down the field for a long touchdown. It's kind of like a slow burn kind of long drives. But I do think that you do need to have that ability every once in a while to have someone that can, you know, get loose for a a big gain, whether that's, you know, running under a deep ball or, you know, making a number of moves on a play and, you know, gaining 40 or 50 yards. Um, As far as, you know, cornerback, I think that that's a big spot, but I feel like that might be a spot that they look at in the draft. Absolutely. I think, I think, the Patriots are really going to prioritize defense first in this draft. Um, you know, losing J.C. Jackson, I don't want to call him out yet, but you know, it's it's not looking too great. Um, sure, you know, losing a, a threat, a cornerback like yeah. J.C. really thins out that position. And um, you know, I think they're going to first prioritize you know cornerback and, and especially the linebacker position as well. Yeah, yeah, I think the linebacker position also is interesting. Um, I think it might make sense for us to just kind of look at some of these guys who are going to be free agents and, you know, thinking about which guys make sense to return and which guys we think, you know, maybe don't get picked up. Um, The two guys I think I'm most interested about are Hightower and McCourty, you know, and I think I'm curious to see what, what direction they go with these two guys because I think obviously they're a big part of what they've done as a team the last, you know, 10 years or whatever it's been. Um, But I think you also have to think about the future and think about, are these guys really going to be guys who are going to help you right now? Or are they just kind of, I I don't want to say past their prime, but you kind of have to move on, I think, at a certain point. Yeah, and it's tough with these veteran players, right? You you see you've seen so much out of them out of the past, and um, you know over the I don't want to say past few years, but especially the last season, you kind of see them slow down a bit. Sure. Um, but again, veteran presence is huge, especially with such a young group, and mm-hmm. um, it's tough to move on from them. And uh, I mean, from the perspective of of high presence on the field, there were a few times last year where you could really visibly see his his deterioration, not deterioration, but you know slowing down on the field and um, some missed plays, missed tackles. I mean, I, I'm really interested to see what happens again with both of them. Um, but there are options. Like, <laughs> my eyes lit up the other day. I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw Bobby Wagner's name. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, he comes with a price, but again, veteran presence is still looking like he's, you know, a stud out there on the field. Yeah. Um, just players like that, hopefully the Patriots are you know, starting to look around for with you know Hightower coming to an end there yeah yeah I mean I'm yeah I'm very curious about those two guys in particular I mean I think there there are merits to bringing both of them back but I think it also there are probably merits to looking elsewhere because I think 
when you look at the safety position, the Patriots, you know, picked up Adrian Phillips a couple of years ago. He just signed a new deal um, late in the regular season. You got Duggar, who's a really good player. You know, you might have the ability to, you know, move on from someone like McCourty. Um, with linebacker, I mean, I think Hightower still has the ability to be a good run stopper, but I think that it's very clear that the way that you got picked apart in that Buffalo game, you need, I think, more speed at the linebacker spot. And, you know, obviously he's never been a guy that's quick or speedy that is able to kind of be good in coverage. So I'm curious to see if they kind of look at that in the draft. Absolutely. And I think that's what you get out of, you know, young players coming out of college, is, mm-hmm. um, especially at the linebacker position. Is a lot of players can come out and, and show that explosiveness at that linebacker position. Um, but, you know, as you get older, it's, it's tougher to move around like that. And, um, you know, there is a lot of promise in this year's draft, and I hope hopefully they do address that. Um, mm-hmm. But again, if they look for more of a veteran presence out there, um, there are options hitting free agency as well. So really, honestly, really excited to see what, what happens. I really do hope that they make some moves. Um, mm-hmm. But again, you never know Belichick style. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, one one guy that I think kind of got lost in the shuffle last year because he was out for the year was James White. Um, I think he makes a lot of sense to bring back um, because I think, you know, a uh, pass catching running back is huge to, you know, take the load off of Stevenson and Damian Harris, especially on third down when you're in those short yardage situations and you can try to, you know, get those those quick passes underneath that, you know, White really excels at. Oh man, they, we missed Sweet Pete last year. He yeah. was he, he's such an essential part of our offense. Like you said, third down back um, can play any down really, but just coming out of the backfield, just providing a, a short, quick check down for Mac, um, just gives you know security, and mm-hmm. just not having him on the field visibly visibly hurt. And um, you know, Damian Harris, he, you know, he went through a few injuries throughout the year. Ramondre Stevenson right. stepped up, but having James White there is. I mean, you're resorting to Brandon Bolden. Bolden, I mean, I'm not knocking his style. He played very, very good when, when asked. Um, yeah. But James White is just another level. And right. Really hope to see him come back and perform again for the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think Bolden did do an admirable job. But I think that, you know, White's definitely a guy you want to have in that role that you feel right. really confident with. Um, a couple of other guys, you know, Brian Hoyer, I think there's still – there's still value in bringing him back. Um, just kind of being that extension of the coaching staff. And I think, you know, with all the moving parts in terms of their offensive coaching, it might make sense to bring him back as he can be someone else that, you know, has been with the team, understands the offense and can kind of be, you know, uh, a second coach, so to speak. No, I think that's a, that's a really good point. You know, with, with McDaniel's leaving, um, you know, Mac Jones had one year under his belt. Mm-hmm. Got to know him, of course. You know, losing such a big presence of you know mentorship, I think Brian Hork can kind of step up and provide that that little absence of you know McDaniel's leaving um, yeah. and really form him into a, a, a better quarterback. I think Mac Jones performed obviously super well under um, you know high pressure, and having Hoyer there is just to kind of support him um, would be great to. To bring back yeah um someone else that i completely forgot was a free agent is uh juan bentley who i think is coming off of his rookie deal 
Um, you know, not did not make has not made a lot of money, but I think he's definitely due for a raise. Like I think he he's coming back. I don't believe that they're gonna let him go. I thought that he played really well last year. Um, and then yeah, and then perhaps the biggest free agent I think for this team is Trent Brown. I think he's probably the most important guy in the roster that I think that they kind of have to keep, and I think they should. Because um, I, you know, like you said, I'm not really sure about J.C. Jackson, but I think Trent Brown's a guy that I think they kind of need to, I, I would really like them to bring back, because if he's not back, you know, you have a big hole at tackle. Absolutely. I think, you know, for the, at least the development of Mac Jones as well. You know, you think if you... You lose Trent Brown, and you know, your line is missing a big essential part of you know his productivity. It's it takes a toll on Mac as well. You know, mm-hmm. Having more pressure, um, mm-hmm. less time to you know take his reads and, and get develop the plays is, is tough. So you know, for the for the sake of Mac Jones' progression, I I think they should really bring uh, Trent Brown back as well. Yeah. Um, so one of the players that um, is not going to come back, uh, Kyle Van Noy, was just released the other day. Uh, Patriots are saving a good amount of money um, with that move. Um, you know, it's it's tough because I thought that he played excellent last year. I really think that um, he's become one of the best, most underrated linebackers in the league, you know, in his time with the Patriots and then the one season he had in Miami and then obviously returning last year. Um, but this is a huge opportunity, I think, for the for the young linebacker guys that they have, you know, with Perkins, who they drafted last year, you know, Jennings, who they drafted two years ago, and I think missed the entire season. Um, it's a big opportunity for, for for those guys. Yeah, absolutely. And, and shout out to Van Noy. He was, he was an unbelievable player. Um, brought so much energy on and off the field. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw his tweet the other day, but he, he mentioned how much he appreciates New England, calling it his home forever. Mm. Um, great guy. Super personable, but you know, off the field, you know, not having his presence, um, you know, it does give the the young guys a big, big opportunity to really show what they've got. Um, but again, I think they're going to address the linebacker position. And um, another guy, you know, I kind of low key forget about sometimes is Jamie Collins, right? Mm. Step up and, and show his athleticism at that position as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, excited to see what they do with that that spot. Yeah, yeah, I mean. I think with the guys that they've drafted over the years of that linebacker spot, it's going to be interesting to see how that all comes together um, in camp. You know, they also have uh, Cameron McGrone, who they drafted out of Michigan, did not play last year, I think was recovering from an Achilles injury, if I'm not mistaken. Um, It was either an Achilles or a knee, and so I think, you know, he'll be available to play, so... You know, it, yeah, it's a huge opportunity for those guys. Um, I think it makes sense for us to talk about, you know, J.C. Jackson. We're not really sure what that's going to look like. I mean, I think we touched on it a little bit with the cornerback spot, but um, you know, it's it's not it's it's definitely part of, part of this type of situation can be frustrating. I think with Patriot fans being like, okay, you know, here's another guy who's going to make a lot of money. Team's not going to pay him. Um, so I don't know. Do you have any, any thoughts about that? Yeah. I mean, it, this is when, you know, being a Patriots fan, it can get frustrating. Um, you know, you see JC Jackson, a, a 
potentially top two, maybe top one corner, the best corner in the league. Yeah. Um, kind of slip away from you just, you know, recently after losing Gilmore. Um, you know, it's tough to see these big names and, and skill players leave, but again, mm-hmm. you got to believe in what Belichick's, what Belichick's planning out. Um, he's done this for however many years, and, you know, he's done it well, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's tough seeing J.C. Jackson. I was a big fan of him. He was, he was unbelievable for however many years. And, um, yeah. you know, behind closed doors, who knows what's happened with the, mm-hmm. with the conversation around um, – getting paid so right i mean it's tough to kind of you know put my two cents there yeah yeah that's definitely true i mean i think the early part of his career has been unbelievable I mean, he's 25 interceptions in his first four seasons i mean not not everyone can do that um no. <laughs> so i think yeah i mean it's it's interesting about if they're really not going to pay him you know i would hope that there's a backup plan that you know they have some other plan that they think really highly of someone already in the organization or do they think okay the cornerback position is really stacked in the draft you know do they look somewhere there i guess i'd be surprised if they look in free agency to to sign anyone like i don't think they're gonna sign anyone to replace him you know maybe they get someone as just an extra body but i think that you know if you're gonna draft someone you want to draft someone in the first round someone who at least has a skill set that is somewhat comparable to J.C. Jackson. I know that sounds crazy because, you know, a rookie player probably is not going to make the same impact. But, you know, I think looking at the draft is smarter than looking at free agency. Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, taking off such a cap hit from, from J.C. Jackson if they lose him um, and kind of replacing him with a, with a rookie again saves some room the cap to, sure. to look elsewhere for other positions mm-hmm. um yeah no i agree i think they, they gotta look early and often for for a cornerback position and you know it's tough it really is i'm, I'm not really sure where they're gonna go with this draft mm-hmm. um, they're gonna jump up at the linebacker spot or aim for cornerback but i'm leaning towards first round cornerback selection yeah um so i think you know talked kind of enough about the patriots and their upcoming free agents um, looking at some guys who are going to be free agents, wide receiver in particular, are there any guys that you you are looking at? Oh, geez. I mean, Alan Robinson has been on my mind forever. Um, yeah. I think uh, there's been conversations. I'm not sure how serious they are, uh, mm-hmm. but Alan Robinson, his ability to, to play the ball, and just I just I think that he would fit the conversation so well with the Patriots offense. Um, yeah. I mean, Amari Cooper is another big name uh, mm. that I think would also, you know, add value immediately to the lineup. Um, those are two big names that I've I've seen at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think Robinson and Cooper are both you know big time players. I mean, Cooper to me really was was amazing in Dallas, and I thought like, okay, you know, here's the guy that I was expecting coming out of college. Kind of took him a little bit to get there. Um, but yeah, Robinson's a, a big time player. I mean, I think he's probably someone that's going to get the biggest deal. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster is a name that I've seen connected to the Patriots for a couple weeks. I think he makes a lot of sense. He's still young, you know. I think that they could be in the market to bring him in on a one year contract because I don't think that he's getting like a long term deal from another team. 
I think he's more likely to sign like a one-year deal to try to up his value. So I think the Patriots could certainly be the beneficiary of that. Um, Jamison Crowder is another name that I think could fit the team pretty well. You know, kind of guys that aren't like the most elite names, but I think guys who could help the team just as good. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and again, I mean, these are free agents, right? And and the upcoming draft is super deep at the wide receiver position as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, if they don't want to go out and, and spend money on the big names, there's also so many options at, at the wide receiver position in the draft. So, sure. I mean, I would love to see, I'm a big Amari Cooper fan. Uh, yeah. I would love to see him land a spot on the Patriots. Uh, I, again, for the sake of the, fan base as well you know a big name coming through at a skill position like wide receiver would also help out big time um yeah. especially with mac jones being a, he's coming into a second year so yeah yeah a lot of big names a lot of a lot of conversations swirling would love to see how it plays out yeah another guy that i'm curious to keep my eye on is christian kirk he's a wide receiver for the cardinals um he had a really good year last year and i think the patriots could could look toward him um, but I think in terms of wide receiver help and free agency, to me, might make more sense in the, than the draft because I think, obviously, we know the Patriots' track record with drafting receivers, and it's <laughs> not true. the best. And I think, you know, do you want to look at a receiver who is kind of a, a season pro and not someone that you have to go through a lot of different things in, you know, training camp, teach them, you know, running routes and th- and things like that. Obviously, you're still going to have to do that with with a new player, but I think you have someone who's, you know, if you bring in someone like Juju, you know, you know what his skill set's going to be, you know what he's going to bring, and you're not bringing in, you know, a rookie receiver that you might not know. Obviously, that might be different if the Patriots bring in, you know, a Jamison Williams or a John Mechie, you know, guys who have experience with Mac Jones, or I think Mechie's actually the guy that played with him. Um, but yeah, I think you either want to bring in someone who Mac is familiar with or uh, a veteran player who you kind of know what you're going to get from. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, and I think a veteran receiver would be the better move. Um, just in the, you know, in terms of Mac Jones' position where he is now, um, mm-hmm. you know, having to develop, again, a rookie wide receiver with still a young quarterback is can be tough. I mean, Burrow and Chase kind of, defy those you know that narrative but you know with mac jones i think bringing in a a veteran receiver who you know already knows his skill set um and can also you know help mold the wide receiver core with with Bourne and and myers there too Mm -hmm. uh, i think that would probably be best um and then uh kind of shifting gears looking at linebackers um i'm curious to see if the patriots do anything in that area if they you know, sign anyone if they, you know, decide to take a chance on Bobby Wagner, if he, you know, is willing to sign a the smaller deal, you know, could they look at someone like Jordan Hicks, who was just released by Arizona? He had a really good year last year. Um, you know, if they look toward any veteran help at linebacker, um, in addition to the draft or the opposite of the draft, I'm curious uh, just to kind of see what their thought process is going to be. I don't believe that the Patriots are going to be spending money like they did last year. Uh, but, you know, you never know, I guess. Right. No, I know. And, and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, Jordan Hicks was another name that I had on my radar. Um, he had a, a pretty solid year last year. 
Um, but you know, with with the Cardinals, they got their young guys over there, um, giving them more time. So I, there's no reason to not take a look at a shot at Jordan Hicks. I mean, Bobby Wagner, of course, would be unbelievable to bring into you know our personnel. But mm. Jordan Hicks is another name. I, had, I also saw Vander Esch. Yes. Come across the table. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how well he did. I didn't. I haven't seen his statistics from last season, but. It's another big name that could potentially add some veteran presence. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think he's someone that hasn't exactly reached his potential, I think, when he was drafted in the first round. But, um, right. yeah, I would definitely agree that I think he's uh, someone that they could they could look at as well. Any other, any other guys at, at any other position that you were thinking about? Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, the wide receiver, I mean, it's the most enticing, especially yeah. looking through conversations, um, sure. skill positions. But, you know, I think the, the two guys that I would really, really like to see land, at least get some effort towards it, is Amari Cooper and really um, Wagner. I, my question for you, I'm not sure if you've seen any reports, but with the Seahawks going through um, such a rebuild and, and dropping all their players and trying to gain some draft capital. I've seen a few rumors about um, Lockett mm. potentially getting shipped out. I'm not sure how accurate that is. I know he's on the older side, but again, that veteran presence, he still looks like he's got it after last season. I'm not sure if you've seen those reports, but... Yeah, no. Some- <laughs> yeah. No, I have. I mean, I think uh, certainly he'd, he'd be a, an interesting fit. Um, yeah, I'm just not sure what what's going to happen in Seattle, if that's going to be... You know, trading Russell Wilson, is that going to be indicative of the direction that they're going? Um, but, you know, they did also get a pretty good package back for Russell Wilson. So I think, right. you know, there could be some thought that, okay, could they try to, you know, do something? Could they have an idea to draft someone that they think could fit in well with with Lockett and, and, and DK Metcalf? Um, he's definitely, Lockett's definitely a player to monitor. You know, if he does become available, if the Patriots want to do that, if they want to, you know, trade for him, if they want to trade for someone like Robbie Anderson. I mean, I think free agency definitely is something to pay attention to. But I also think, you know, trade market, they could be um, they they could be pretty active in as as well. Right. I mean, if we were having this conversation, Garrett, maybe three days ago. You know, we would have a happy talking about one other players, but um, we haven't addressed him yet. But Calvin Ridley, I was 100% set, you know, that the Pats were, were going to make a make a big play for him. Mm. Um, but similar to, you know, Lockett, I feel like they're just such explosive players that are really reliable when, you know, when they're targeted. Uh, but again, <laughs> tough to see that, that situation play out. I thought for sure that, you know, a Bama wide receiver was going to come back under Belichick. Um, yeah. Crazy situation, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, obviously, you know, heard about the, the Calvin Ridley situation. That's obviously too bad um, that, you know, that's not a trade possibility at this point. But uh, just kind of looking at the rest of the league based on some of the activity that's gone on, um, you know, obviously we saw the news with Aaron Rodgers signing that new deal. I believe the Packers also franchise tag Devontae Adams. 
Um, Russell Wilson obviously gets traded. Wentz just got traded a couple uh, yesterday to Washington. Um, what do you what do you what do you make of all those deals? All that like QB movement. Uh, I was like a kid a kid in a candy shop yesterday. I love seeing the trades moving around. Um, Rogers, I mean, I, I, I kind of expected deep down I knew he would he would stay with, with Green Bay. Um, mm. as long as they brought back Devontae Adams. But yeah. I mean he loves the attention, right? And he got the attention. I'm just glad that Russell Wilson not a few hours after the Rogers news dropped. Wilson's news dropped that he moved over to Denver. Um, I'm really excited to see that play out. I think Denver has so much potential. and I mean, their offensive weapons, yeah, they're young, but, Mm. man, I think that they have so much potential to be a a really good team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think even with losing Noah Fant in the trade, they still have have Judy, they still have Tim Patrick, they still have uh, Cortland Sutton, you know, they still have some weapons. Melvin Gordon had a really good year last year, and then... Uh, the rookie Javante Williams was good last year, so yeah, yeah, they they definitely got something brewing. Yeah, they got a lot of a lot of talent surrounding Russell Wilson. I think I think that they have you know offensive mind mindset now. I think back when Russell Wilson was back on the Seahawks, I think they were very defensive oriented, mm-hmm. and now I think you know with this this transition, I think Russ can really shine over in in Denver, but. Um, I mean, the, the weapons are there. It's just, you know, I'm not sure if Wilson still has it, but I, I think he can still perform at high levels um, in the NFL. So yeah. we'll see. And obviously, you know, Carson Wentz gets traded again to Washington. I actually I actually think, like, their offense could actually be pretty decent. I mean, obviously, he and the Colts fell apart at the end of the regular season. Um, but I also think, you know, he's still got some ability. He can still play at a somewhat of a decent level that I think, you know, yeah, could they have kept Taylor Heineke to keep playing? Sure. But I think someone like Wentz at least gives you the ability to somewhat be in contention. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ifs in this situation. I think the first half of last year, Wentz really, really grew and showed that he could be a above average quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously we know how to play it out, but He's also got weapons over there. Terry McLaurin is is one of the, I think he's one of the elite receivers in the NFL. And and if he has someone who can get him the ball, I think that offense can be so dynamic. Two really good running backs out of the backfield as well. So if they can really maximize Wentz's potential, I think that team can really really shine next year. Yeah, it's a really weak division. Let me tell you that. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think. They're a team that definitely has the ability to, to make inroads in that division. Um, just, yeah, I mean, with, with how weak some of the other teams are. I mean, sure, they did have two teams in the playoffs last year, but, you know, I think I think Washington does have the ability to be somewhat decent. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I know they did have two teams in the playoffs, but hmm. you look at those two teams, um, you know, where they, where they were in the playoffs and where the – you know, how the playoffs kind of ended for them. Mm. Um, I really don't think they're that strong of a division. So mm. I'm not saying that the commanders will come in and, you know, with Wentz. What, what are they calling him? Commander. Commander Carson. Carson. Oh, God, I hate that nickname. But <laughs> <laughs> I really don't see him making a huge, huge impact. But mm. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think 
what's clear over the last few days is that there definitely is going to be some more some more movement quarterback. Um, you know, despite Jimmy Garoppolo getting the shoulder surgery, I think he's probably still going to get traded. Um, you know, so you could see a team like the Colts looking for someone like him or, you know, I'm curious to see what happens because the quarterback draft is not very is not very good this year or is not very deep. And I think there are teams that could get desperate if they're like, okay, we really need a quarterback. You know, they're going to try to make some kind of crazy move and see if, you know, someone else gets traded. Yeah, no, I agree. I think because the, the draft is not deep at all, like the quarterback spot, I think, I think the desperation kind of came out with the commanders. I'm not sure your opinion on that, but mm. I think that that move to go get Wentz was a little bit, I think it was a sign of desperation. In the oh, fact yeah. That they weren't faithful in, in Heineke, and they knew that Wentz had potential, so they mm-hmm. had to go out and make an effort for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and then obviously with the Colts trading Wentz, I'm curious to see, you know, what their what their thought is going to be at quarterback if they – they look in the draft, or they do they try to trade for someone. They try to make things interesting. Yeah, I mean the Colts. Uh, let's not forget the Colts were a powerhouse in the AFC before they kind of you know declined. I, I think in a mm-hmm. lot of it had to do with Wentz's performance. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen rumors that Jimmy G could be a, a you know Indianapolis could be a landing spot for Jimmy G. Um, I would obviously love to see it. Just at, at least have someone who can command the offense and, and not turn the ball over. Mm. Um, I think that offense could get back to where they were in the first half of last year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, one thing's for sure, that AFC West is going to be insane this year. Oh, sign me up for <laughs> all the highlights of that inner division. Absolutely. Play. That, I mean, that division is, is stacked, and I cannot wait to see the Chiefs have a hard time playing, what, eight games of their, their season? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, against all. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. The NFL, I mean, I'm telling you, it's year-round drama. And yeah. I love it. Yeah, eat it up. Yeah, never, never sleeps. The NFL never sleeps. The NFL um, never sleeps. Yeah, so I think, you know, I'll be curious next few weeks for uh, the Patriots. Um, you know, see who they bring in, see who they bring back. Uh, one thing's for sure, they're definitely going to do something unexpected, because they always do. They always do, and that's why I think you know our conversation today could have could be hit or miss. You know, all these people that we bring up, these big names. I guarantee you that there will be one move that we had no idea was coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it works, but you know, just how the Patriots operate. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how things work. Well, um, uh, thanks, Ben. It's a great conversation. Great to get things. Uh, rolling as we approach free agency um anything anything else you want to add no man i appreciate you having me it's uh great to have this conversation you're, you're super experienced so it's good to talk patriots and hopefully we'll have some big news to talk about further um in the next few weeks exciting time in football and hopefully it's exciting for the patriots as well yeah absolutely well hope hope all the listeners enjoyed this and uh Yeah, we'll be back with you guys on on Monday. So everyone have a good weekend.